Well, there you go, folks. The Marshall Tucker Band. Great way to open the show. It is time for Puck Off. And Andy Picaro's right there. Joe Bartnick right over there. Fraser Smith here. We are all in Los Angeles today. And it is time for Puck Off. Guys, how are you? Fantastic. Can't you see the season is upon us? Yes, it is. <laughs> Here we go. Can't you see what Rusty's broken hand is doing to me? What oh, is going man. on? What is going? Rusty, move your damn hand. Oh, that's tough. It's a tough way to start the season. Of course, he's still on my fantasy team, which we drafted. So, were you a part of the draft Sunday? Because I wasn't actually. Oh, my. I already have a team. I did too many last year. I was oh, you, a bad didn't, owner. you didn't join our? No, I wasn't in it. Oh, well, you're, you're not in, in his league. I'm in it. Yeah, because... well, I'll pick up that team and I'll do whatever I can. Yeah, with please, him. Uh, yeah. please. Uh, no, because it's funny because I didn't know how to uh, dump people and add new people. Like I got added onto the Pittsburgh media one with with uh, Yoey and uh, Rossi and Mets because he because they had some dead weight and I'm like I wish I had to do that in our league. Yeah, you're in. Yeah, so, okay. well, I'm ready. To, I'll, I'll mess with the team. I, I hope you don't have any flyers. <laughs> well, you know what? And the, and the other league I'm in, I picked Buff because he was still hanging around late. And I was like, who knows? If he comes back, it's a great 10th round. Hey, I got, yeah, I got terrible Tommy in our league because we're doing penalty minutes. Uh, so. Oh, okay. So great to see you guys. A big, big guest. Our old, the prodigal son is back. The great Corey Hirsch. Corey Hirsch is awesome. Awesome guy. Yeah. Uh, on, parlayed a weekly appearance on Puck Off to Sportsnet. So, uh, you know, from Rangers to Canucks to low rent puck off to uh, boom, he went on Sportsnet. So then we didn't have him. So the great Ian Bag uh, hooked us up. Baggy hooked it up. Yeah, he's like, oh, you guys get, get Corey back. So we'll get him on in about 15 minutes. He's a tight, tight window because he's, he's big time. Because so. he's doing Sportsnet. He's doing Sportsnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so how great. Opening day, we get Corey Hurst. So well, that's pretty good. You can't, you can't beat it. Yep. Uh, so we, and we'll talk Canucks, which we haven't talked in five years. Well, they're looking good again. Yeah, in the Pacific uh, this week, so we'll see what ha- how that shakes out. Uh, but at last week, we were all, you know, bemoaning. Uh, that's a big word for me. The Winnipeg Jets. This week, we get to report Kyle Connor, seven years, seven point one four, and Patrick Line, the ultimate bridge deal, two years, six seven five. Your thoughts, Mister Picaro? I, I can't believe that uh, that line A went in and got, and got done like that. I mean, Connor, I think we knew it was going to get done. I think they wanted to do the harder contract first. I think they they didn't see they knew that they were, the Connor was going to be done before the season. So I I think it's great. I didn't I mean I didn't I didn't see it coming at all. And now they're just back to missing the most dynamic <laughs> defenseman in the game. So that's I guess that's a good problem to have. They were missing their three best players now. They're only missing one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they had to get Connor done and. Uh, and, and you know, on line eight, uh, yeah, it's a bridge deal, two years, uh, and that probably suits both parties, right? It definitely suits the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, time. but I think he wanted out at some point, right? And maybe a shorter contract. Well, the I mean, it's banking on it's it, it really well, it really helps the Jets because what they're saying is, hey, um, you have two years to prove you're a ten million dollar guy, yeah. so he's going to have to play to get his money. Not only that, he's going to still be a restricted free agent. They, they, they're still going to decide how much he's going to make and for what term, and and that and that next. Oh, contract oh. Okay. So he, but on the flip side, it's really good for both of them because if he does get disgruntled, he's really movable. He's as movable as it gets. He's a guy that can score fifty, and he's making like six and a half million. Like they, that's a movable contract easily. So if he's upset and wants to leave, or they're upset and they want him out of there, they have a easy one. Well, to, that's to, why to I meant it yeah. worked pretty well for oh, both yeah. parties. Does he score more this year? I don't know if he scores more. I mean, he had 40 goals last year. Well, he no, he had 29. 29? Yeah. yeah. He had a drop off. Yeah, he had 29. He had 29 or 28. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Th- I actually think he got to 30. That's why. Yeah. Well, I I, I'm not trying to argue, but no, I, no, no, I just no. heard somebody say it like 20 minutes ago because I was listening to Well, he had a great yeah. start. Unless, unless spitting checklists was wrong. No, because he had 18 in November and 12 the rest of the year. So oh, it was 30. Oh, okay. Yeah, he started yeah. off yeah. fast. Okay. Uh, what happens this year? It was okay. It wasn't. Now that he's got somebody else with 20. Now that he got the contract out of the way, does that help him settle down and score more? Yeah, I mean, my, my thing for for uh, you know, he has to score to make his. I mean, he's and, and right right. He's just, he's making Kopechny money right now. I mean, yeah. he's making ridiculous money, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. And and let's face it, in one month he can make he in one month he can make it worth six million bucks. He can score twenty in a month and make it all worth it. He can, he can score two big goals in one playoff series and make him worth six and a half million. I mean, but now he has to. I don't know. I think it was a I think it was a terrible contract for him 
to, 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 I think they just said, you know what, Line A, you can stay in Sweden the rest of your life. I think they, I so think they, they hardballed him. I, I think they completely hardballed him. I you think, think that's <laughs> low for him? A hundred percent low. Six, seven, five? I mean, it's, 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 it's damn, what would you it's, have it's expected? damn near low for, I, I would say he would come in to uh, eight million a year for two and then they'd say, you don't like me after two years, I'll leave. I mean, when you uh, look, it, you think he's got a bonus structure? You know, for if you get a certain amount of goals, no, no that, it's, it's that, flat. Yeah. Flat. That's wow. it. Wow. So I'm, I mean, you, I mean, I mean, almost to say, you know what? I'll come in for a nine million one year, and then you can get rid of me. Do they give bonus? Well, deals? they're they're different. It's kind of weird. It's like they're they're ways to pad the money. Like you can give a player a bonus, but it can't end up becoming more than whatever the max is. Like I think the max is around sixteen million. So you can oh. give players bonuses, but it's just a way to pad the contracts. Now it's not really like incentive lace unless they're a veteran. Because see, a guy like that. A bonus would make sense. It would, but with the young guys, there's weird bonuses, but it's not really anything that adds more money. I think that for him, it's just <laughs> he's proving for a long-term deal. I mean, I can't believe Shabbat signed. The only player to make more money long-term this summer than Shabbat was Marner by $1 million. Shabbat's making $64 million over eight years. It's weird that, that Line A couldn't get, you know, at least a three-year deal or a four-year deal. Something a little long. Two years is just really low. The, the, uh, the, the only other guy in right now that really had a good summer – was Miko Rantanen. Rantanen got yeah. a nice little price. Yeah, you know, only six years and 9.25, which, in all honesty, I think it's uh, it's a big deal. I think it's the fairest deal that we've seen this summer. I mean, you know, I mean, I know because McKinnon doesn't make any money, so they couldn't just give him $12 million, But 9.25 <laughs> is not much for the next Yarmir Yager. That no. guy is good. <laughs> he is good. You know, and you got yeah. him for six years. It's under $10 million. Uh, I think it's a great. I think, and I think it's great for both teams because I think you know he doesn't he doesn't want to leave. I mean that is an up and coming team. They're they're going nowhere but up. And nine two five is not going to look stupid in three years. I mean it looks stupid kind of now yeah. compared to Marner because I mean I would trade. For, I I'd rather have Ranton and Marner. Any you said that last week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what was their eight year offer? I wonder. <laughs> they gave him nine point two five for six. I, I mean. I, I think it's it's the best deal the player got by far this summer. I mean, especially when like Point only got six point seven a year. That's robbery. He's only gonna make like twenty million over the next three years, and he's he scored he did score forty last year. I know that one. Yeah. He scored forty. So it's amazing the difference in these numbers and the. It's what do weird. You, what do you think of Kyle Connor's deal? Really fair, great deal on both. Uh, on a great deal for I think for him to be locked up long term is probably what he seven wanted. years seven. Uh, one four. Yeah, and it's, I think but, it's fair as hell for the team. I mean, it's a great, it's a great deal. Yeah, I think that's down the line, fair. Uh-huh. Like I think, you know, a little I much mean, now. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because you know, and I hate to go back, but you know, the Flyers spend such stupid money, and a couple other teams spend such stupid money that seven million that sometimes doesn't seem, but it's a lot for a guy who's had two years. They, they so have, they love so, him up there. It's weird. He's like their favorite player. Well, he's. And he plays, but he plays two hundred feet. He's their first line yeah. left winger. I, I, I mean, I think it's. I, I think right now it's fair. It may seem like in in three years he's making a little under money, but I wondered if it was a little low. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his, and uh, I, I, I mean, just wondered, you know, because uh, you like you say, maybe fair now, maybe. Uh, Next yeah, year or two years from now. Well, I think I think maybe in three years from now. I yeah. mean, here, here, here's here's the thing: what is line A and what's point? What's what's their what's it, what's it going to be? What's Pasta going to make when these deals run out? I think that's where yeah. you know in the next couple of years it looks fair. When all of a sudden Pasta's making thirteen million, yeah, and yeah. line A's making twelve million, then you're like, okay, well maybe it's a little bit. When point. You know, I mean, point points point, point's going to get to see the Tallahassee. Yeah, here's where I, <laughs> I mean, how much did they promise him? Well, I don't get the Mariner thing because of this. Like they're saying they saved money. Was he really going to ask for twelve in three years? Yeah, because you know he's was, completely he really, delusional. He thinks he's worth Austin Matthews money. I don't understand. I can't. You guys are going to have uh, Alex Pavone in here next week. We're, we're all going to have him. I'm going to be in Atlanta, so I don't have to strangle him. He's, he's going to sit here and tell me that you know uh, that Mitch Marner is, is, worth is the next Sidney Crosby, and I'm going to say, well, we know when he brings his guard dog to the corner with him, then he'll be worth as much as you know, almost as much as Miko Rantanen. Uh, I, I want to move. We we, we yeah, I, I bitch about him too. All right. Um, but we did a rust hurt long yeah. term. Is it long term? Well, they put him on long term. Just if anything, well, they yeah they can't take him off now. So he he's out until at least October 29th. But 
Wow. Broken hand? Broken hand. Broke in hand. But mm. Galchenyuk is back, so at least Gino gets one half of his uh, wingers. Well, the worst part about this is, is that it seemed like, and I'm not trying to f- flame the Twitter wars, but Jack Johnson seemed to be gone. And he seemed to be gone because he was going to go at rust. And now that's not happening. So, I mean, there's no, that, that, that talk dried up. Remember, it was Jack Johnson going to be gone in 48 hours, about 70-some hours ago? Well, Jack Johnson was going to be waived. Yeah, and, he's and not now Jack Johnson's playing with Schultz, who was the biggest key to looking the Penguins looking good this preseason with Schultz. He was back, and I know that's a big favorite of Mister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, it was it was a rough last day of the season, for, regular preseason for the Penguins. Man, you hate to lose Rusty. <laughs> yeah, for I mean, I Crosby mean, scared. <laughs> yeah, Sid got yeah. Sid limped off. I mean, it was a bad day. Uh, Alex Tuck, uh, one of our boys in Vegas, week to week. Um, so we'll see how that's there. But I, uh, we'll get into the Pacific Division. But I don't think Vegas has anything to worry about. I like Tuck. Uh, Jordan Stahl, what took it this long? It was supposed to happen about five years ago. Became the captain of the Carolina Hurricanes. Slavin and Martinook are assistant captains. I think the news there is that they didn't give Aho an A. That's interesting. For Martin, I mean, what, yeah. what Martin? What, he's, Who was the captain? Was he, he, Justin he, Williams the captain? Yeah, I mean, with the Martin win the chin up contest, I mean, uh, maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe I mean, it's not I mean, really, what? How is Sebastian Ajo not wearing an A? Yeah, that's a good. point. How is he not this? You're giving the what? Stall didn't prove anything in seven years down there. He just looks so young. <laughs> I think that, I, I don't know if that's part of it, but he, I think he is just really young. And I'm not that Slavin and Martin aren't young. But, uh, yeah, that is kind of weird because Ajo is their star. I Do mean, you think the sometimes the star doesn't want that because it gives an added responsibility? They just want to focus on their game? I don't know. And with everything going on in Toronto right now around the sea, I, I was listening to some people talk this week about how important is it really anyway anymore? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's just, I don't think players think about it that, that much. If you're John Tavares and you're Austin Matthews, do you play not as hard if you don't get the C? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it changes that much in today's NHL. I think some people are relieved not to get it. I think there are some competitive people out there that want, they want to see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But how does he not get an A? I'm not saying give him a C. I, I'm just saying, how does he not get an A? How does he not play? Yeah, that's a little tricky. Yeah, yeah that's weird. And, 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 and heaven forbid they think Stahl's part of their plans for the next five years. And, um, and I'm glad because he's in the Metro. So <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I think Stahl peaked when he was 22 years old. Well, he's I, a great third line center. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he's a, yep. he's an, he's, he's great a when you line. have Sid yeah. and Gino. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a, he's a number three guy. He's a guy that can play a third line role. He can play defense. He can be, like he's always draws a penalty when you need it, but not necessarily goals. All right, Ed. Before I get Corey Hirsch on the line, one more thing: uh, Michael Haley made the New York Rangers. So everybody, buckle up your chin strap. What a joke! Well, I mean, it, 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 and oh, oh, we'll get to that at the end because I, I don't want Corey Hirsch to wait. Okay, uh, because we, I, I made a list of a couple. Uh, guys who were waived that I really think uh, uh, you know would help a team surprisingly Surpri- so, surprisingly yeah. waived surprisingly yeah. waived there were some weird ones some weird ones in Detroit too. Grand Rapids is going to be a good AHL team <laughs> <laughs> yeah they will they are going to well, we had a lot of good young guys they're going to win that championship if they don't something went wrong uh, it's a tough call in Detroit because there's a lot of guys who are right on the fence there yeah there's a lot of guys you want to have play and see skate and then it's the youth there has got to be exciting for uh, for the... Well, it's a short trip to Kalamazoo, so... <laughs> the always classy ringing noise. I like how he's got a classy avatar, too, for his picture. Oh, he's, he's on television. Suit. Yeah, I know. I need one of those. A suit. He's not taking our calls. <laughs> Doing a, a a break on uh, Sportsnet. Yeah, we can. Uh, well, we, we 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 can we can vamp about uh, Michael Haley. Uh, what was that? This breaking news here, though. You had a Twitter beef. Oh, with, with uh, one of the dumbest Cam hockey Cam. writers in the world. You want to you want to expound upon that? While well, we're... he was. I, I think that it goes back. to I was about to mention that. Not the Twitter beef, but Michael Haley being signed. I think was. I think Scott Sabern being signed in in Ottawa was. A sign that these guys are, you know, Ryan Reeves still being in Va- uh, in Vegas. Uh, all the, the the silliness with Evander Kane and, and Ryan Reeves going on. I think teams are getting back to. It's not going to go back to Goon Squad, but some of these teams, especially with younger, more skilled guys that they're paying ten million dollars a year, they want them protected a little bit. 
And I think we're seeing that. I think that the Shabbat signing an $8 million deal and Sabrin coming in is not uh, independent of each other. Well, you're going to, I think, Corey Hirsch. Hello, Corey. Hey, Corey. Hey, bud. Hey, hey uh, there he is. Can you get good? Can you give me an extra 10 here? Do we have, uh, are we okay for that? Uh, yeah, we'll call yeah. you. Well, yeah, we'll talk to you in 10 minutes. Thank you okay. for, thank you for calling us back. Yeah, no worries. I just, uh, today's opening day. So I know we oh, yeah. totally appreciate normal. No, we yeah. totally yeah. appreciate no worries, you giving man. us some time. We know you're a busy man. Cool. Thank you. Okay, man. Talk Bye-bye. To you in 10. I'll call you back. All right. Yep. Thank you. That's how that's well, how that's how awesome Corey Hirsch is. He's an awesome dude, man. <laughs> he's on the set of Today's Sportsnet. Today's a huge busy day for him. A huge busy yeah. day. Um, all right. Um, but no, let's. Well, no, I, I'll, easy for me to say. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Mister. Uh, here's the thing: is they need anyone if someone buys a ticket to watch a fight, they yeah. need that person to buy that ticket. That's a great point. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's going to protect Shabbat. It's so that he can get some, uh, you know, get some uh, lumberjacks. From Ontario to show up to watch that pathetic. Yeah, team. who who leaves the, <laughs> well, who leaves the game during a fight? Who turns yeah. it off? Who does? Right. Who's not excited? It, you're right. I think that fighting leaving has is something that the, the teams don't love, and I think that they, we're seeing it in backdoor channels coming back a little bit. Not that it's going to ever be the percentages it was, right? But they want it to happen every third or fourth game, maybe, just to get people excited. Well, it'll never go completely away, and like you said last week, Luch going to Calgary is a good example of protecting Johnny Hockey. Yeah, you still need to protect that star. Yeah. Look, I was watching Pedersen last night, some highlights, and how awesome that kid is. I mean, what a player. But he's tiny. You're going to need. <laughs> well, you remember last year, the one guy got suspended for two games for yeah. looking at him. Yeah. I felt he broke, he like, he didn't hurt because he got looked at. Well, yeah, the league will probably protect him a little bit. They need him in on the ice. But, uh, you know, you, you still need that, that guy that can. Take care of your star. And it's happening all over. Like, good Branson wasn't brought in for his analytics. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, right? Like, the Penguins needed a guy who could play on that sixth position and also fight. Like, they, you need to have it if you have Sidney Crosby playing on your team. You can't just go without. No, yeah. 100%. But, but to, to the point of, you know, Ken Campbell's high, high, you know, oh, this is a crime. There's nine guys in the queue that could be playing on the fourth line. Yeah, but those nine guys ain't getting anyone to spend 30 bucks to go see that pathetic team play. It is entertaining. <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true. And yeah. I just did not want to get involved because I have nothing nice to say about Ken Campbell. So <laughs> it was, I've, I've heard his nonsense for years, and I, and I love that publication. It's pulled up right now on my screen. Well, I love the hockey news. I oh, just, it's I, amazing. I just it's think amazing. he's a moron. So, yeah. And but, we also we talked uh, about how two years ago when uh, – Terrible Tommy kind of turned the tide in in the finals. Absolutely, that's why we have. That's why the Penguins have Gribranson. Yeah, because you have your time. eyes closed <laughs> if you think it doesn't still matter. You really do. You're not watching the sport if you think that there's not a level of intimidation still and a level of needing to stand up for your teammates. If you think it's not there at all, I don't know what you're watching. Well, yeah, it, I mean, well, crazy. you're 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 a communist, and I don't even, <laughs> I, and I don't mean that as an Ovi and Ovechkin fan. I mean as a you know, I mean that as a Oh yeah, we're gonna hand out money to everybody, and everyone's gonna, you know, it's it's pie in the sky. It's uh, uh it's Alistair Huxley crap. Oh no one's yeah, we take out fighting. Everyone's everyone's gonna play by the rules. Sticks will come down. No one will send anyone to the boards. <laughs> no, you need yeah. that. You need that guy. You need you, yeah. you, you need yeah. you know. I mean, I'm sure Johnny Hockey is gonna be skating a little faster. Oh yeah, into the corner, skating a little faster in the in, in the Manson. When and, I mean, when the when Luch is sitting there. Yeah. Breathing through his mouthpiece. <laughs> did you see? Speaking of all this, did you see what Ryan Reeves said about the the Evander Kane incident? Oh, I want to get no. Uh, yeah, go go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> he uh, well, they basically I want to paraphrase here, but they asked him. Um, they're like, "What do you think about Evander Kane?" He's like, "It's a shame. He's got to hit the weight room. The refs throwing him around." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, yeah, he was like, well, "What can I say? He's looking weak." And it was just, it was total. Like, I love Reeves. I, I really, uh, you know, I miss him being part of the Penguins. I, you know, what thing thing with Reeves? Uh, you know, you know, the thing is, is Ingo. You know, Ingo versus Kane would have been a hell of a scrap. Both boxers, yeah. That would have been so much fun. And I said this on the morning skate, and I want you guys' reaction. I blame the linesman for 90% of that. He jumped in. Hey, no, speaking of buying tickets, no one bought a ticket to see a linesman break up a fight in the preseason. It's, pre, it's, it's not the Stanley Cup Finals. Let Ingo and Kane go at it. You want to be a hero, join the Marines, become a fireman. You're, don't become an NHL lineman. So you broke <laughs> off. That was great. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, right? I mean who needs yeah. a hero? For, yeah. I mean, come on. Let the That's guys. Right. And then 
he gets a little, you know, emotions are running. That is a rival. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, you know, Terry Collins would have let him go. Well, you were security, well, I, right, Joe? Sometimes you're breaking up a fight and you grab a guy and you got to got to forgive him because he's going to think you're another guy trying to fight him. And so I think I see, all the time in the NHL, you do see linesmen get a, get a, get a tough first grab on them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the player realizes. And I think in this case, the linesman just... You're right. He's trying to be. Here. I, I give it sixty percent linesman's fault, forty percent Kane. Because I don't know if the linesman was told, "Hey, if you recognize the names in the jerseys, don't let them go or get in there." You know, what I mean? you never know what they've well, been told. I think the slash, the original slash, yeah. was what he was called. I mean, was the problem. I think because then he went up. back. Because yeah. we talked about this a lot. I was with uh, Mike Richards and Dave Bastel, and I was like, mm-hmm. they said he, he got three games. I'm like, did I miss something? Did I miss something? Because I didn't see three. I mean, I know I thought one game just hey, don't touch the linesman. I think it was worth three regular season games. Yeah, that's regular season. Yeah. I mean, that's. Wow. And, and two of them are against Vegas. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, no one has to worry about selling tickets in San Jose or Vegas. But, you know, well, people, I think but people want to see Kane. The two Kane, best teams in the division, not to give away anything, but the two, but the, probably the two best teams in the division. And yeah. the two guys that talk smack all summer. Yeah. They guys were talking smack at weddings. Since it was like, It was like Ric Flair. It was like the Four Horsemen for Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Well, I think Andy's right too. He may not even realize it's the official right away. Yeah, there's a natural the, the slash. The slash he was looking at, and I know Kane. I know Kane has better hands than to like. I, I think the slash he could have. He should have not slashed at all at both of them, and then. I but, agree with you. The confusion is the league saying it's abusive official three games. They didn't say anything about, you know, they, there was nothing about the slash or the way he was acting at the end of the game. They said it was strictly an abusive of an official, and I think that's where us as fans were like, is it was it really abuse? When a grown man shoves back a little bit, was it like abuse, abuse? Yeah. Was he trying to fight him? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I just think he should not even be there. <laughs> Get out of the way. It, I mean, did Kane, did, you know, I mean, did Kane go at, was it Kane going after Bill Carlson or Mark Chassant? No. No. It wasn't, it wasn't it, a big guy going after skill. It was two guys that can throw going after each other. You're le- right. I mean, two legit, not like, two, not like two big guys trying to make a team. or take, No, it was two guys whose paychecks depend on them throwing That's hands. right. That's right. What, what if Ingo wanted that fight? <laughs> what if Ingo might need that fight to be in the top six? That's a really good point. I you know I, again I, <laughs> I mean you know it's it's the NHL it's not it's not it's not you know the uh, you know it's not it's not the Berkeley uh, you know youth hockey league that's a good point because the first thing I thought was if these are two guys where the linesman didn't re- recognize their names he would have let them go and I really do think that because he's thinking are they trying to make the team still and he looked and he saw there were two guys who and you're right but Ingo's still battling you know that that matters for him the, you know those minutes matter. And they're not it, just well. That's their time. job yeah. too. Those two guys. And, and and Kane needs to part of their job. Kane needs to you know show like hey. I mean let, let's face it. He didn't have a good showing against that team last year. Whether he wants to fight the second toughest guy in the team who's tough anyway, or whatever. I mean Kane wants to get in there. And no, yeah. and, and Kane may want to throw a couple of good ones on Ingo. So then if he turtles against uh, against Reeves, it doesn't look as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know he might want to he might want to uh, anyway. Uh, Again, they say fighting's gone, but we could argue just from this preseason that uh, it's important still. All right, oh, yeah. I, um, I want to go through some of the guys because then uh, we'll get Corey for probably like fifteen minutes because then we'll do the we'll do the we'll do the Pacific. Picks. We'll do the Pacific after yeah. after Corey. I just want to go through a couple of the um, stranger uh, waves or demotions or whatever you want to say. Um, uh, a, a personal guy I like, uh, Curtis Lazar. I remember he played in uh, he won he won whatever the World Juniors for the uh, for Canada. I thought he was going to be somebody. He's been on like four teams now. I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but and he got waived by Buffalo. <laughs> he didn't make Buffalo. I mean, I, I mean, ran into I, BB last I, night, and he he was sad with your Buffalo prediction. Oh, why is that why he's not calling the book me anymore? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Scott Wilson, uh, two time Stanley Cup winner, Scott Wilson waived by Buffalo. He's really falling off a cliff. Here's the guy I said on the morning skate: Boo Nevis, the New York Rangers. I can't believe that he can't help somebody. Are you? Yeah, no, I agree on that. I mean, yeah. I thought he was a pretty good Ranger last yeah, year. Fourth line energy. I mean, I, I you know I know it's always goes back to Dominic Simone, but I mean you know I mean, I'd rather have him. I'd rather have him than a lot of guys. Um, uh, Santini, uh, Mr. Santini from, from Nashville, demoted. For those that are not remembering, Santini is the guy they traded for with for PK Subban. Ugh. So to show you how much of a dump that was. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Santini, 
uh, now a minor leaguer. JT Brown's been around the league, but uh, Barbecue Bruce saw no use for him in Minnesota. I don't know. He's a pretty big guy. Uh, Sammy Niku, the great Dave Bastel, was claiming he could fill in easily for Tyler Myers. Uh, he will be doing so from the minors as the season starts. So that's kind of weird because Buff's not even there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sven Bertschi. The Vancouver Canucks uh, penciled in uh, on the, as a second liner from Hockey News, but he is in the minors. We'll talk to if we get Corey back. We'll talk to him. Uh, how about Hickey, Thomas Hickey, the Island demoted? That was a strange one to me. That, that yeah, that's a weird most, one. Mostly salary. I think that he would be good enough to play in the top four, but I think that they just couldn't. They don't want to carry the extra salary. Uh, but now, but no, but they still pay him. <clears throat> they though. still pay him, but it's not on their books. So they can make a move that's not it's, oh, it's off okay. the cap. But they got to yeah. give him the money. Okay, yeah. it, okay, that makes I, sense. It does, and it, it so it's completely off the books. Or I thought, no, I thought it's only not like, completely. I thought, off. I thought only like seventy five percent is yeah I, at best. That's what yeah. I mean. I think it's not that much. Off no, the it's not. Well, I mean, it's yeah. You're right. It's like three fourths. If they don't bring him back at all, and he hasn't played all this year. I think it'd be like three fourths off the books, it's, which is a decent amount of money. Oh no no! I thought it's only like a fourth off the board. No, it'd be if he doesn't play at all. The second he's on the team, it starts ticking away as as him being on the roster. But if he if they put him down before the season starts and they don't touch him at all, it's only a little bit. Huh. Okay, see, because okay. I thought with the Jack Johnson thing that like a fourth of his contract is off the books, and that was just enough to get them to get the Penguins under the cap. Well, if they had waived him and he gotten picked up, I think that would have been the by another. No season. no no! If Johnson was waived and went to Wilkesbury, oh, and went to Wilkesbury, then just like what Hickey's doing. Then it's they then they only pay him three fourths of the salary, and that one fourth was just enough to get under the cap. Oh, so okay. I, it's weird that they'd rather lose a fourth of his salary and not have him on the team. They just gave him a four year deal last year. Yeah, it's hard to understand. I'd have to look because it also the rules is, change for ages and years in the league too. It's all really like it's it's very complicated. What is happening with Johnson? Uh he's 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 already, he's in the top four right now. Yeah. They have him slotted to play a lot of minutes. And, I, you know, I think that he's being showcased. I think that, that he's just trying to, to get a team, to talk a team into either taking a sweetening deal or a retained money deal and, and trade him. Well, hmm. uh, uh, Spitting Chicklet said that he was maybe going to go to Colorado. I mean, I just have a hard time thinking somebody's going to want him. And, and, and here's the thing. I'm not that down on him, but I just – he's played terrible this preseason. He hasn't looked good, and his numbers his, are terrible. He's, well, he's one of the worst he hasn't made, players he, in the league. He, he, until like two days ago, he wasn't on the Penguins starting roster. But he, he, had, a, he, had, a, he had an own goal like three games ago. Oh, it was geez. brutal. I don't uh, know the, if you saw that one. The other guy I don't understand <laughs> is, um, is uh, Christian Jews, the Jews – I thought he was great for Washington a couple of years ago in the playoffs. And he's a young guy. I, I don't. I don't know why he's. Hmm. What happened to him? Yeah, a lot of it is again guys that they, you know, it just seems like everyone's so tight at the cap that they've made a lot of decisions of keeping guys that made a little bit less money. So some of it's financial. I think a lot of it is, to be yeah. honest. And uh, for those scoring at home, uh, Casey DeSmith is a fi- is now. Uh, whether he actually goes to Wilkes-Barre or not, uh, he's technically the third goaltender. Uh, Christian Jari will be backing up Matt Murray. So let's hope we don't have to see him uh, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Murray's healthy. I love when Murray plays. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, It'd be it, nice to yeah. see him get like a good you know, 65 games in this year or something like that. Well, now they're saying that maybe, uh, you know, maybe just 60 because Muzz wears down. Muzz is skinnier than the, he's a stick figure, so yeah, he kind of wears guy. down. But, you know, you need him. I, I I want Muzz to play all the ones he wants to. Do you like to all Smith? The big game. Uh, you know, no. No. You, you know, you know that phrase. Yeah. You're setting me up to knock. <laughs> yeah. I should have known. Here's that. the great Corey Hirsch. Corey. Corey. Hey, bud. How are hey, you? Hey, thank you so much. We uh, we really hey, no worries, appre- we really appreciate. It. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have with us on puck off uh, the great Corey Hirsch. He used to come on every week with us, and then he stepped up big time, and he's now with Sportsnet with the Vancouver Canucks, and does great work. Um, you know, with uh, with with the, with depression and stuff like that, and that's so commendable because as comedians, I don't, I think our industry has been hit even worse than the oh, NHL. With we are stuff. very depressed. Yeah. yeah. You know, but Corey's done such yeah. great work with helping. I mean, yeah, yes. raise so much money and awareness. I mean, just a, a you know a, a hat trick on that, Corey. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's um, it's prevailing everywhere, and you know our industry and your industry, it's it's quite uh, you know it's a huge problem. So it's nice to be able to help some people. And 
Eh, we'll see, right? No, that's a good oh, thing. Absolutely, it's a good thing. It's been a while since we've talked. Since the, we've talked, the Penguins have won two cups, but <laughs> but now the the Vancouver Canucks. It's finally that's what we were trying to get our your buddy and our buddy Ian Bag because we can finally talk fun stuff about the Canucks. Um, are, are people excited in Vancouver for the start of the season? Yeah, I think this year's a lot different. So, you know, in the past few years, it's been, um, you know, trying to just even put a decent team, competitive team on the ice and let young guys develop. Now they're, you know, they've got some good players. They're going to actually try and make the playoffs. So, um, added some guys, spent to the cap. You know, they're they're in a pretty good position. They're they're, they're they'll they'll knock on the door of the playoffs. I'm not sure they'll get in though. Now, uh, JT Miller is a nice addition, don't you think? Yeah, he's, you know what I like about him is um, he's an intense competitor and he's a guy that speed everywhere. Like there's there's one speed and that's what he's going at full tilt all the time. So what he's going to do is he's going to drag a lot of guys into the fight. Um, and that's kind of what the Canucks need. You know, he's going to bring guys that aren't playing very well um, and they're going to have to keep up. And that's just the way he is. And it's like either you're in or in the way. That's kind of how he plays. And if you're in the way, uh, he's going to make you pay for it. So uh, I think he's going to be a great addition to this team. How does how Michael Furland fit in? It, it seems like you know he's a nice piece because, you know, uh, let's face it, uh, Pedersen and Brock Besser, they're not the biggest guys in the world. So I think it's nice to have a big brother looking yeah, over his shoulder. Yeah, and I didn't. I think the Canucks felt like they weren't, they weren't big enough and heavy enough last year, uh, and they weren't at times. So I think they felt like, you know, Pedersen probably got abused a little bit more than, than they wanted to. So Brian and Furlan having Roussel, Roussel's got an ACL tear. So he's um, he's not going to be ready, I think, till you know, mid-end of November. Um, so that's going to be a while for him. But with Furland, now you don't have to worry about that. And Pedersen can just go out and play. He's going to create some room uh, for Pedersen, which is kind of what this team needed. This kid is so good and so talented. If you get a chance to come on and watch him play, uh uh, absolutely. You know, I was watching some highlights of his last night. Uh, he, he's just unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, he's he's got so many, uh, so many different little tricks in his bag. You know, yeah. that we were talking the other day, like the sophomore slump that some guys go into, and I don't see that happening with him because he's got too many, too much skill and too many things he can do with the puck. He'll have a little dip here and there, um, but he's just. You know, those really high-end skill guys, they don't have soft margins. He, he, they really don't. He really changed yeah. the fortune in, in about one game. All of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, my God, the Canucks are for real last year. It was amazing. Now, is, yeah. is he put on any weight whatsoever? I mean, uh, he probably, yeah, put on a few pounds. I think he's more he's stronger than anything. Um, he doesn't look as, as quite as, as small as what he did. Um, so uh, he did, he did, he worked out really hard. Uh, the summer, and I seen him off the ice, and he looks a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. But he doesn't, he doesn't want to get much bigger. Um, you know, sometimes when you, you add muscle, you take away, you know, um, you take away some flexibility on things. Puck handling gets a little bit harder, uh, things like that. So, you know, he looks good. How is Brock Bresser's headache? Is he is he is he back to normal, or is he uh, still a little rusty? Yeah, he's he's ready to go. So he's. Um, He's ready to roll. He's good. He's uh, he's going to play with Pedersen tonight. Him and Ferland and Pedersen are going to be aligned. And then uh, Miller and Horvat are going to be together. So the Canucks really haven't had, uh, you know, lines that they could – they always had to mix around. And Travis Green always had to try to find guys to play with guys. Uh, and now you can have some solid lines that you can count on every night where you can have consistency. It sounds like Corey Hirsch is breaking news on your fantasy leagues. Everyone, big, pick up Michael Verlin tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll be there all the time, all year long, but um, you know, any time you're playing with Pedersen, you got a chance to get some points. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you're a goalie. How do you like the goalies uh, for the Canucks? I think Markstrom took strides last year. I like his age. Um, I like where he's at. I think he's, um, you know, he's really. He, he really fine-tuned his game with Ian Clark last year. Uh, I like uh, he's kind of in his prime, so that's good for goalies. You know, he's he's in a good position, set up to have a good year. The defense is much better. Uh, the defense, he had a great year last year, and the defense wasn't very good. So I expect him to have have a really decent year. Um, pressure's on, though, a little more pressure. The team wasn't expected to win last year, so um, the pressure is on. He's got to he's got to uh, step up and. And you look at the St. Louis Blues, 
I mean, they won the cup. I and mean, what was the difference between first and, and last was last they were last place at Christmas. Well, they, they changed the goal. Yeah. So. I, and I wanted to ask you, will he have as good of a season, do you think, this year, playing a whole season? I, I think so. I, I think um, uh, with Bennington. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, he's going to have some dips. And as soon as he has a dip, people are going to go, oh, I told you so. He was a, just a, a flash in the pan. I don't care if he was a flash in the pan or not. He won a Stanley Cup. Won him the Cup. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll take him on my team any day. He's a goalie that won a Stanley Cup, so I don't care even if he has a terrible year. Um, that's not going to be his legacy to me. His legacy is, is, is this is a guy that took a team from last place to winning a Stanley Cup. I don't know many goalies that have done that. Like Ken Dryden, uh, you know, was Montreal was still a good team as a rookie. Um, and he'll have some dips. There's no question. It's, it's a long year, but I, I think that you know he he's a good goalie. Obviously, you don't win the Stanley Cup and and be a terrible goalie by luck. You got to be good once you get to that level. Do you think it's more important than ever to have a good backup these days? Yeah, yeah. You got you need a guy that can play 25, are, are, 20, 25 games. Are you yeah. confident that Demko? Have you seen enough in camp that he can play I, a good yeah. twenty five? I am. I, I, I saw him at the end of last year. He was good. But there wasn't a lot of pressure on these guys last year at the end of the year. They weren't even in the playoffs. Uh, let's Now it's for real. Now you've got to try and make the playoffs. Let's see where they're at, right? That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. So it's it's going to be an interesting year from that standpoint. Markstrom's a UFA at the end of the year. So you know, if Demko steps up and plays well, and they want to, you know, they've got some options. If he doesn't play well, then, then you know, Markstrom's going to cash in at the end of the year as UFA. Or, or if Martram doesn't play well, they'll write a check for uh, Holtby, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you got to find someone somewhere. Yeah. Uh, um, speaking speaking yeah. of pressure, uh, wait, is Tyler Myers, how do you think he's going to handle being a being you know a number one top pairing defenseman? Are you satisfied? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to play with Alex Edler, so that helps. I mean, he's going to play with a good D partner. Um, he's uh, he's coming to a place where. You know, I think in Winnipeg he kind of got lost in the shadows a little bit. He's coming to a place where, you know, he's going to have a little bit more um, expectations. Uh, Canucks are excited to have him. So, uh, you know, he's on the West Coast. He's a little bit closer to home. He's, he's from Calgary, lives in Kelowna in the summers. So I, I think he's found a home, and I, I think he's, he's primed to have a pretty good year himself. Is uh, Quinn Hughes Bobby Orr? <laughs> no, 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 let's not go there. Quinn Hughes is going to be a very good, talented defenseman. Um, he's a gambler, a little bit of a risk taker. So there will be some growing pains. Like he's going to cough the puck up. It's going to end up in their own net a few times. But risk, reward, I mean, he's going to create more than he's going to give up. But there's going to be there's going to be some learning pains with him. He's playing with Tanev. So a guy that can back him up, uh, that's going to help. Uh, and he's he's a, going to be a good player. He'll be he'll be in the running for Calder Trophy this year, I think. Right on. Uh, just a couple more minutes. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, who who would be your dark horse to come out of the West uh, or the East? Not uh, just to make the playoffs. Who do you think yeah. can have a big jump this year out of the West? Uh, who do I think will have a big jump? I think the Canucks will. Um, I think they'll uh -huh. go. I think they'll knock on the door of the playoffs. I think they're going to surprise a lot of teams. They're going to be hard to play against. Will they make the playoffs? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping the NHL, I know they won't be this year, but I, I watched the baseball, the one-game play, and that was awesome the other day. I hope the NHL goes into something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's teams. cool. So get, yeah. get a couple teams in, a couple more teams a chance to get in. Um, and, you know, that, that's not going to happen this year. But uh, the Canucks will be, they're going to knock on the door. I, I think they're going to surprise a lot of teams. Uh, any, any guesses on the East? Uh, who the, in the East? I'm trying to. Everybody, you know, everybody likes Tampa. Um, I'm thinking. I I'm thinking think surprise. Toronto's. I think just a, yeah. surpri a surprise. Uh, as a surprise team, you know, I, I don't think Buffalo's good enough. Um, you know, Carolina would. They, that was the surprise last year. So I'm not sure they're gonna they're gonna sneak up on anybody. Uh, maybe Florida. You know, okay. they've got uh, Bobrovsky and Nat. That's gonna make a huge. That's difference. a big difference. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I think the Rangers are in trouble. Oh, um, that hurt my picks. Which is tough to see. Yeah, <laughs> and I like the Well, I was drafted by the Rangers. I know. That's so, yeah. one of your, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's your alumni, buddy. Too. Yeah. 
Well, but speaking I, of the I, of the Rangers and, yeah. and uh, the Calder, uh, Capo Keiko, what do you think of him? Yeah, good player. Right? I mean, very talented player. Um, it, it, hockey's just hockey. If it was an individual sport, yeah, the Rangers would be in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just got too many holes. They they're right now they just you know they they've got a lot of work to do. They're a few years away from. You know, they're gonna have to find a goalie. Like Lundqvist isn't uh, isn't mm. isn't a youngin anymore. So, so 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 you're not you're you're not sold on um you're you're not sold on the backup. Uh, he had some good games last year, but it, I mean we're talking. You got to replace Lund. You got to replace Lundqvist. It's New York. So I'd you, like to you see know him more than anybody. Uh, you are the yeah. you are the expert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. No, you're you're the man. We love you. I just have one more question because we have uh, we have two Penguin fans here. Uh, is our is are we going to make the playoffs? Is our demise premature? A lot of people in Canada can't wait to throw Sid and Gino away, even though we yeah. they have three. So are they still going to make they still going to make the playoffs? Everything's safe and secure. I yeah, I think anytime you have Crosby, I mean he's still a top five player in the world, uh, and Malkin seems to be on a mission to to um, have a better year than last year. He's had done some interviews where he's he's happy with his training. You know, he's done some off ice stuff mentally where. That's going to help them, and they still have Matt Murray. Matt Murray is, to me, is still a top five goalie in the National. There you go. So there's always a chance when you have those types of players. I don't know where they're at depth wise. That in the end, if if they get injuries, they're in trouble. But for right now, I think they're I think they're looking like they could. They'll knock on the door too. Um, I think they'll get in. I think they'll squeeze in. That's why we love Corey Hirsch. Corey Matt Hirsch. Murray, top five goalie. No one knows. Top five goalies more than Corey so Hirsch. Good. You love hearing that. <laughs> I, I love hearing that. Corey, yeah. thank you so much. We All love right, you. Chance. We love watching you on television. Uh, old Puckoff alumni, Corey Hirsch, thank you awesome. so much. Thank Thanks, you, Corey. Chance. appreciate Talk it. Talk to you soon. Yep. All right. There he is. There's the great Corey Hirsch. He's it awesome. It doesn't get better than that. No, he's great. <laughs> he really knows Straight from stuff. Sportsnet. I'm glad you asked about Quinn Hughes because how weird would it be being a collegiate like star? Right, and now you're in the league, and you're still considered to be a puck moving star in the vein of all these guys we talk about. Yeah, and you're still not talked about near like a tenth as much as your brother. Like he's over there in Vancouver, <laughs> completely under right. the radar, as his brothers in Jersey with all the press. Uh, it's kind of an interesting situation because a lot of people are really high on Quinn Hughes. A lot of people. Oh, it's, yeah, why, it's, why, it's why I yeah, asked. He, they love that player. How yeah. do you guys think he'll do? I, I I think he's gonna be good. I mean, I'm a little less um, optimistic as Corey. I I really love I, I was a Markstrom fan a couple years ago. He did okay last year, and I love their top six forwards. Their top six, Bob six okay. You know, there's something I'm. I don't love their defense. I, I I just I just I just don't. So I I, I think I, I don't know if he's going to be caught in kind of that. You know, well, it's tough to be a puck moving defenseman young. Like he's only got five games played in National Hockey. League. I just looked at it, so it's like he's he's brand new. And remember the growing pains of Latang, Carlson, and even Burns. Like, we forget them. It now. always takes a while. But when you're yeah. moving the puck that much, when you're doing cross ice outlet passes and you're constantly carrying the puck up and you're carrying the mail, you make a lot of mistakes. You just can't not make a lot of mistakes. Uh, I, I will say this, and I don't know if it's because, uh, or, uh, you know, um, Latang was playing with Orps or what, but I thought Latang made more mistakes the older he got. <laughs> well, he had the puck more. That's for sure. I think Latang was better when he was younger, but that's my whole Latang thing. But uh, no, but you're you're right though. You know, well, it's kind of like a scrambling quarterback in football that comes up from college. He's used to running, and he gets up to the NFL, and he can't do those same. Now things. everybody's in. You know, yeah. the best player on the, on the other team is now everybody. When you, yeah, when you, when you yeah, no, I mean, like you know, like you know, like Tanov. Like I don't <clears> think I don't think Tanov is Dumo. I don't think I don't think Tanov is. Um, you know, Chara is what I'm saying. Like where no, McAvoy, can yeah, where yeah, McAvoy yeah. just had his, and, 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 and who made few mistakes, but who knows if he made more? But we didn't know because well, those moves, Chara was there. The he's same got a thing guy with the, eagle reach behind him, right? Was, and yeah. you know, and Dumo's Dumo, whatever. You know, I, I think that's where me and Mister uh, and those moves you get away, differ. you get away with at the lower level. You can't always get away with in that. Well, yeah, because pure skill. These guys can do 360s and doodle because they've never played in a league where it's all of the best at yeah. once. That, that is yeah. such a great point, Frage, about, you know, that, that extra second you get to play with the puck at your feet. Not there. Yeah. Not in the West. Not on, with Dusty coming. No, they're on you, man. They're on you. <laughs> Superman. Yeah. You know, there's a whole, whole there's a lot of guys with bad intentions in the West. Yep. Well, I remember playing as a kid, and then you'd finally play against kids that would look up all the time and how scary it was. They were like wizards. It's like, how do they never look down? And that's something that in the NHL, when you see, like, 
no one's ever not on the play. Like you don't have that extra second at all. Yeah. And I think that's why like we see we see these rookies get lit up a lot. And it's not because I think they're just not used to like what you said that extra seconds just never there. And with defensemen, you need like that extra second being gone is your whole game. It takes a couple of years. Well, you know, look at Lindros. He got used to looking at the puck. Yeah. That'll be, <laughs> in that league, that's trouble. You know, I mean, that's a prime example of someone yeah. who just play, looked at the puck a lot. Yeah. Know? You know, and it didn't matter when no one could knock him down. Right. Good point. <laughs> Good point. But Scott, yeah. Scott and Casper. Or like, in, you know, you think you're in the clear. You think you have those three steps and you do in other leagues, but you don't have it. Or even just that outlet pass. Even just getting it up ice. Yeah. Sometimes you take those pass chances that you could take in the lower level. You can't do it here. Yeah. You know, you know, I guess he's going to – I actually don't know what side he's on, but I was I would think maybe he'd be better off playing with Edler because as much as I'm not the biggest Edler fan um, – um, I definitely think he's better than Tanev. But he's definitely better than Tanev. Yeah. But now you've got to give if you if you don't play Edler's I mean, this is what you're talking about their defense. You don't you know, I don't blame you for not liking them because Edler's gotta play top pairing minutes. And so then if you put Hughes with him, now Hughes has gotta play top pairing minutes. You know what I mean? So it's like you gotta I think that's the reason why they're not together. Well, Edler's better. There's no doubt about it, that. I mean and then you know, it was funny because we, we we when we started this podcast seven years ago, we had so many Canucks fans because hockey crazy, and then I think mm. we've lost so many Canucks fans because We've we've talked more today on the Canucks than we have in seven years. Well, but, <laughs> Since, but well, you know what? Now, now we have something to talk about. Well, I, 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 exactly. They have some really exactly. good good players. A hundred percent for age. What I, what I'm saying is that um, Patterson was so good, he jump started. Yes, he did. He jump started everyone's expectations. Yep, yep. That extra. That's what I'm saying. Like, you probably should play Hughes with with Edler, but you're now you're trying to win more. Well, you got a shot. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. You kind of, you, you, you know what I you mean. You got a shot at the playoffs. Yeah. So now you're like, okay, well, now we don't want to play him f- 25 minutes because now we want to win. Well, people don't well, want to hear this, but Vancouver, it took them a while because they did it the right way. They drafted young players, and there's not jumping the gun. They didn't go out and make ridiculous signings to mix veterans in here with big contracts. So I think they're going to take a little while. I think that Vancouver's a slow build. Speaking of jumping the gun, show them the kit. I, I forgot oh, yeah, because thanks, Corey got Josh, jumped. Yeah, got me no, a no kit. worries. Uh, uh, the CB, I love it. CBD 1000, and there's the whole kit. Um, it works great. I've been using it. Uh, Frage has been using it. There's the whole f- fresh pack that you it's get. It's unbelievable. You can see. Yeah. Uh, read the copyright. This stuff is great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's greenpathscience.com. Use PuckOff25. PuckOff25 and get 25% off today. So go to greenpathscience.com. It's the real deal. It's not crap. It's not seed oil. It's not coconut oil. It's not garbage. Uh, it's good stuff. So greenpathscience.com. It really works. I mean, I've been taking karate. Uh, the booze been kicking my ass. You need this. All these black belts yeah. been kicking my ass. I feel a lot better. It but, is but great. You got to go by the. You got to go, go by the recommended things. Yeah, you got to follow you, the you directions. Can't just, it's not just like smoking a doobie or whatever. You got to listen to it because it really is science. Yeah, it's science. And this is the best. It's uh, the best you can stuff get, right there. Yeah. Uh, greenpathscience.com puck off 25 25% off. I love it alright let's do the picks for the right, Western guys. Conference do we have a drum roll no we don't right. uh, I'll go uh, I'll go first uh, I got the uh, Vegas Knights well, I'll go the first two I got the Vegas Knights first and the San Jose Sharks second Fraser Smith ditto ditto Mr. Picaro, I'm I'm flipped. I got Sharks first, Vegas oh. second. I think Vegas might be the better team, and I think I'd pick them in the playoffs. But I just think 82 games, two Norris Trophy winners, it's going to be tough to, to for them not to finish on top. In my, in my opinion. Also, I'll, I'll tell you why I have uh, Vegas pick number one. Uh, Flower over Jones. He's a better Flower goalie. over Jones. Yeah, better goal no, over. obviously not Malcolm Subban over. I'd rather have Fraser Smith. And I love the PK Subban family too. But oh my God, I mean, uh, but yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, Marsha Sean Carlson, Riley Smith, number one, Pax. Charetti, Stastny, Mark Stone, second line. That second line is better than most people's first lines. Yeah. And then they still, you know, they, they lost a little bit of depth. And you know, and I, I like Nate. I like Nate Schmidt. I like uh, Shea Theodore. I don't. I, I don't know. I just, maybe preseason doesn't mean a lot, but Pat Charetti in like three games, he was on fire. He was like looking like like it was the playoffs. So yeah, I mean, I, I like I love Pat Charetti. I I just think it's it's close. You can go with either one. I, I like do, my reason. Series. My reason for picking Sharks second was. 
Pavelski going. Yes. And Carlson, we don't know about his health. I think that's a, I think that's a major point. Is is he going to play all at 82? Yeah. Well, I think he's going to be worth that contract for the next two years, and then after that, it's going to slide. <laughs> but I mean, is he? I mean, if you paid him no all that way. money, do you want him playing all eighty-two no. or playing fifty hard? I want him playing sixty hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want him right. Yeah, I, I, I think that he needs to take a break in the spring if things are before the spring starts. If things are going well. Uh yep. Uh, all right. For the third pick, I have the Calgary organization. You and I are thinking very much alike there you today. Go. Me too. Uh, after the pick, yeah. those two, one, two, three. Yeah, I mean, I think Lucha's going to help him. Obviously, losing Neil isn't going to hurt. Um, I think uh-huh. I, I think after Giordano, I need to see more from their defense. To I mean, lot, they're kind of the nouveau. See, it's weird because Canada, Canada controls so much of the hockey uh, press, that, and they always seem to lean. Like, a lot of people are picking Calgary over Vegas and the Sharks. Mm, yeah. I like Giordano. I mean, who doesn't? Well, he's great. But after that, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, TJ Brody may be gone. Well, you know, the, we touched on this earlier, though. Harmonic has never lived up to his one year with the Islanders. I, I, th- I thought he was going to be Scott Stevens. <laughs> After that, he's a nut. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, but you you mentioned this earlier. Having Luch does help because guys like Johnny Hockey are going to free uh, that frees them up to do their thing. But you know, Johnny Hockey and Monahan and and Kachuk, they didn't have a problem in the regular season. Well, that's true. They had a problem in the playoffs. That's People were right. leaving on them. So. Yeah, I would like to see them yeah. do like a little more than just bringing in Luch and, and obviously Cam Talbot, um, which I, I don't you know I don't love their goalie situation either. Yeah, I mean I mean Riddich, eh, Cam Talbot, eh, and they're going to battle. They're making the same exact money to the dollar. They're making they have the same uh, contract for this year. I, I do I do like Sam Bennett, but I, I don't know uh, you know Harmonic, uh Noah Hannafin. I, I I I just don't think they're as good as, as the top two teams. I, I I know they're in Canada, and I and I know that Canadian people like them, but. Uh, 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 for number four, I got the the Desert Dogs. Wow, the Desert Dogs number four. Um, let's face it, they were about they they finished about five points out of the playoffs last year. They were literally about four or five big goals away. <laughs> Who does that say? They brought in thirty five yeah. big goals. They brought in thirty five yep. big goals, and I'm there gonna tell you, go. Oliver Ekman Larson, sick. Alex Goligoski, Nicholas Jarmelson. I'll take that top three defenseman over a lot of teams. Oh, I think uh, Ekman Larson is one of the most underrated players of the very past good player. 15 years. Like, yeah. he's amazing. I, I, I can't believe he's not talked about all the time. And he's, I know, he's one of the best passing passers in the league. And we had a fan say, oh, my God, uh, that we jinxed him last week because Ranta got a little dinged up. <laughs> oh, and Ranta had oh, a yeah. nice year, didn't he? And I think that they – and I look, I think Kemper's great, but I think that the tandem is important there. I think that they have to have Ranta there for, like, the 20-some games. He needs to be Well, there. Ranta does get dinged. And but he can play. Kemper played great. They're last both year. good. They're both Kemper good. Kemper was the best in the can. I mean, he really was. They have think, a good goalie setup. Yeah, I, I've always been high on Ranta. Even when he was in New York, I was always like, that guy can play. And not always, but and they brought in Soderstrom uh, or uh, uh, Soderberg. Excuse mm-hmm. me, Soderberg. Uh, Carl's a nice second, third line center. I, I I just think, I just think you know they played so darn good last year. They were just a couple couple big goals away. Goal scoring, and uh, they got the big goal they, score. They got the big guy, and they're yeah. gonna and him and Talker are getting along great. Uh, I'm I, you know Talker's gonna be like Phil. I don't care what you do, just score those five. Do your big, thing. And their power play was horrible. Their penalty kill had more great. goals than their power play last. And year. He likes to score in the power. play. Yeah, he can yeah. run the power play. He can sit in the sun. I, I just think uh, the desert. Watch out for the desert dogs. I'm 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 I'm, I'm really happy for Toshe. Uh, I got the Canucks fifth. We talked about the Canucks enough. We're under the gun. Anyone else have anything to say? Well, about you know, I was a tough call for me between uh, Canucks and Arizona, but I picked Arizona fourth and uh, Vancouver fifth. But I think uh, Vancouver's on the on the rise. Yeah, and I you know they're just not quite there in my mind. What Corey said about T.J. Miller is totally true too. Like he's 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 just yeah. a winner. He, nice he, addition. Yeah, he's he's a he's a great pickup. And Furlan too. Uh, number six, I got the Edmonton Oilers. Um, I mean, you talk about a terrible goalie situation. I mean, Miko Koskinen, he's like he, he's a KHL goalie. <laughs> they gave him all that. It was someone said a funny line that like they uh, he still had that uh, that uh, the old GM Shevel Dayoff, I believe he still had the he still had the password. <laughs> After they fired him, because they basically signed. Oh, Shirelli, you mean? Oh, Shirelli, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shevel Shevel Dayoff's in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, yeah, yeah, my mistake. Yeah, the Shirelli still had the, the password. That's how he got him signed <laughs> when he left. I mean, 
I mean, you know, bringing in bringing in Tippett's going to help. I, I just think getting James Neal, as much as, uh, you know, I'm down on him, always his attitude. Does he get up close to 20 goals this year or no? He has to because he's going to play with Connor McDavid. Yeah, He's going to play yeah. with McDavid. So just standing there, he's going to get 20 goals. And then this lets them break up dry saddle. And McDavid, which they had, they to, had do. to do. I mean, I know you've been saying that a long time. Well, You're right. Kangaroo tried to save his job and look at Genius because he put them together, which is stupid. And I mean, like, I mean, did Sid and Gino ever play on the same? I know that they try to make that up on the year out of the lockout when everything went to hell. They were playing on the same line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just no, like you want them on opposite lines. Yeah, I mean, or else, lines, or, or else you need, you know. So other than that, they did. Other than that, they really did nothing. I love Darnell Nurse. Oscar Clefbaum, to me, he's always dinged up, and I, I'm, I'm not big on Clefbaum. Other than that, they don't have any defensemen. They don't have any goaltending. Uh, you know, they can, you know, but we're still going to hear about Conor McDavid as the best player in the world. So now he can have the biggest cancer on earth, uh, James Neal. <laughs> now, we, now we can see what he does. We can see what a clubhouse leader he really is if he can coexist with James Neal. Well, pa- pouting because he didn't get, you know. Enough, enough uh, power play. I trust Ken Holland, but it's been so bad there. Edmonton was a one point was one point better last year than they were the year before. So you were bad the year before, and you were bad this past year, and you did nothing besides, you know, what do they do? They traded Neil and Lucia. They just did a swap, and then they swapped their goaltenders, and that's it. And Ron was well, run better than the Edmonton Oilers. And I think Ken Howard's going to, uh, I mean, excuse me, Ken Holland. The White Shadow. Yeah, Ken Howard's going <laughs> to, he'll change that. Yeah, but he's I a mean, long-term but, guy. But, but yeah. you're right. I don't think it happens immediately. No, and he didn't do anything stupid, uh, you know, just to just No, to, just I think do down it. the line. Like he's trading gonna, dry saddle, which half the country wanted them to do. Well, um, we're, I think he'll be good in the future for him, but right now, yeah. We're really under the gun uh, time-wise, and it's not like we're not going to talk about these teams every week now because we live in Southern California. But I got the Duckies seventh, and I got the, uh, I got the Kings eighth. I just love the Duckies young guys. You guys know I love Max Comtois. They got Troy Terry. They got Sam Steele. They still got Raquel Raquel and, and Silverberg. They still got Superman. I think having Kessler go away silently with a limp and Perry gone, I think that's a turn. Dallas Eakins is coming in. They just, Their defense, I mean, geez, oh, man. Could, they can't play any worse. Fowler, Lindholm, and Manson were despicable last year. So if they just let... You know, just give um, you know Gibby a little bit of help. And I think gonna... I think Gibby's still one of the better guys. Absolutely, and yeah. I, I I bet the over. So I think they'll win over eighty points. I think they'll get over eighty points, Mr. Bricaro. I had Edmonton finishing uh, uh, below Anaheim. So oh, okay. Edmonton into L.A. Just again, Anaheim's got a really good, great goalie, and that's that's what made me go there above. Is and they're young, fantastic. You, you, you know? How you like their young talent? Oh, they're great. Like that Terry kid is really good. Like uh, um, uh, was it Richie and Shore? Like they've got really you know good young players. So. I think that they're, you know, they're not going to be that good this year. But I, I like them better than Edmonton this year. <laughs> oh, look at that! There you go. Yeah, but the Kings are last. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, poor old Kings. I hate to do that, but I. I well, have you to know agree. they. You know what? And uh, they deserve it because they. Yeah, they do. They still got. They Come still, on, they, Rob. Blake. They still got Toffoli. They still got Kami Chuck. They still got Carter. I, I love Jeff Carter, but I mean. And that's tough for me to say as a former Flyer. Well, and, and I'm a huge fan of Rob Blake as a player, but as a GM. What's happening? He's still at the beach. Tell him it's a fall. I mean, does he know the season started? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. I will be at the Ray Clay. I'm at the Ice House tonight. We're going to put this out early. The Ice House tonight, Ray Clay Festival in Atlanta, uh, Friday, Saturday, doing a private gig for the Carolina Panthers Sunday. Next Wednesday, if you're a hockey fan in Carolina, come to the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, and then I will be in um, with Bill Burr in Carolina the rest of the weekend. Uh, in uh, Pittsburgh, November, uh, big show. Well, I'm at the usual haunts. I'm at uh, Ice House on Thursday and uh, Friday, Laugh Factory, and uh, Saturday, the Improv in Hollywood. And on the radio show this week, we have uh, Alice Cooper's coming up. I don't think it's this week, though. I think it's the uh, following week. And we have Sugar Ray Leonard coming on the show, too. Oh, my. But not this weekend. Jeez. On a Saturday, I'll be in Tulare, so if anyone wants to drive up to the Apple Valley. That's a nice area. Or you're one of the 20 people that live there. Come on out to the show. No, it, honestly, I love going up. Um, Beautiful up there. Going up to, like, I, I, California's rural as hell. It feels like Pennsylvania when you get up there. Yeah, it's nice. All right, everybody. Thanks, well, Emma. Emma, thank you. Great job. We uh, thank the troops, and we uh, thank the Puck Off uh, fans. Here we go. The season's here. 
Uh, let's all enjoy it. It's going to be a good one. And we thank you for joining us on Puck Off. And thanks to Corey Hirsch, too, our special Oh, guest. absolutely, yeah. Corey Hirsch. All right. Uh, for Andy Picaro, Joe Bartnick, this is Fraser Smith. We are Puck Off. We are out with some Zeppelin. Sounds like your old radio days, Fraser. It is. Here's some Zeppelin. Played this many a time. <laughs>